The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers and threes drained. I love mixing it up by betting against the spread, taking the over on Giannis's points every chance I get, and more exclusive bets like the two by three, two threes scored in the first three minutes. Plus FanDuel even lets you combine bets like those for a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash blue wire. That's fanduel.com slash blue wire to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Virginia. The reason I was there is because I earned it because I was deserving of being there because it doesn't matter if my company paid for me to be there or not. Regardless, I'm in the room because I'm supposed to be in the room. What's up and welcome to the very best self podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Brown. Tune in each week as I have candid conversations with inspiring humans, including athletes, entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and anyone out there making waves. Get ready to leave your comfort zone behind, step into your power, and live a more purpose-driven life. I am so happy that you're here. Now let's do this. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the Very Best Self Podcast. I am your host, Victoria Brown, and today's episode is a solo freaking episode today, you guys. It is just me. And so I haven't actually done one of these in kind of like a minute. And I was like, okay, we're going to do this. We need to hop back all the way into the solo episode. Actually, it's my very first solo episode since we did the 30-day you versus you challenge. So I kind of took a break on solo episodes after that because it was a wild, wild and crazy time of recording back to back to back. Um, and I got so much positive feedback from the You versus You challenge. So if you have not yet listened to that, you probably should take a listen. Um, I poured my heart and soul into it. And it's uh, 10 minute episodes for 30 days straight on motivating and inspiring and all of those things to just make you help you go after your dream life, right? Your very best self, if you will. So let's get into what today's episode is all about. I had a DM from someone on the very best self pod handle and on Instagram, and they wanted me to do an episode all about imposter syndrome. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I will do that. And the reason is because I know that like I definitely 110% struggle with imposter syndrome and I know that I'm not alone in that. Actually, what I know for sure is statistically speaking, 70% of people um, experience imposter syndrome at some point or another in their lives. 
And personally, I feel like, to be honest, like I kind of feel like 70% is like a little bit low. Um, I feel like a hundred percent of people go through imposter syndrome to some degree. Um, I feel like it's the most normal thing, uh, that we experience. And so we're going to talk about it today. Um, basically, you know, to start it off, like what is imposter syndrome, right? Like might as well just start there. Um, maybe it's something that you've experienced, but you're not really familiar with the term and you don't know you're experiencing it when you're experiencing it, right? So imposter syndrome is kind of loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like you are some sort of fraud, right? Like you just got to where you are in life somehow on accident and that you feel like, somehow everyone is going to find out that you're not supposed to be where you are, that you are not actually qualified to do what you're doing. Um, most often I would say that imposter syndrome shows up in our work, in our careers. Um, so yeah, that's in a nutshell what imposter syndrome kind of is. So there's many different ways that you can experience it. And so, but I think before I get into you know, the imposter syndrome cycle and what that is. Um, and then also ways to kind of get a, get outside of it, right. Get around it or get away from it or stop experiencing those feelings when they come up. So before we get into all of that, I feel like I will share, cause I have a couple stories of times in my life when I experienced major imposter syndrome. So I think I was somebody who, didn't know the exact definition of what it was, but I can tell you the first time when I was experiencing it and I knew exactly what was happening when it was happening. And I was like, whoa, that is imposter syndrome. So I had applied to do the soul cycle pop-up in Aspen. Okay. So I apply for this pop-up and I get chosen. So I fly out to Aspen for the week. And I'm teaching classes at SoulCycle the entire time I'm there. And with a friend of mine. And so my girlfriend and I, we like my friend, we go to dinner and we go to this super nice restaurant. And for whatever reason, I remember looking around the restaurant. And even though I could absolutely afford the meal that I was eating, I wasn't living beyond my means. I wasn't doing anything I shouldn't do or, you know, just kind of going, you know, you get it. Uh, and I remember looking around the restaurant and thinking, you don't belong here. You, the only reason that you're here in this restaurant with these people in Aspen of all freaking places in the world is because your job brought you out here. And I was like, you wouldn't be here if SoulCycle didn't bring you here. You couldn't afford to be here. You couldn't afford to be in Aspen. You couldn't afford this flight. You couldn't afford the hotel room here in Aspen. Like you don't belong here. And then I was like, wait, like, why? Why am I saying these things to myself? And it was like the weirdest moment because I was just like, all of a sudden, for some reason, I felt like I was out of place, like I didn't belong and I wasn't supposed to be there. The truth of the matter is like, the reason I was there is because I earned it because I was deserving of being there because it doesn't matter if my company paid for me to be there or not. Regardless, I'm in the room because I'm supposed to be in the room. And we've talked about that on many, many prior episodes, that that is my favorite 
piece of advice I've ever been given is if you're in the room, it's because you're supposed to be in the room. So stop questioning yourself and stop doubting yourself. And for whatever reason, I just went through this weird cycle where I was like, I don't belong here. Like I shouldn't be having dinner here with these people. Like they have real jobs that like, you know, afford them this lifestyle. And like, I don't belong here. Like, which is just the most ludicrous, crazy, silly thing. Also, because you literally don't know any other person's story who's sitting beside you or across from you or around you. Like you don't know their story and hell yeah, I deserve to be there. And I earned being there. And I, there was no reason why I shouldn't be there. So that was the first time. Now the, and a second time that's like really clear as day, um, that I experienced, you know, imposter syndrome was, um, so I have this amazing, incredible, and he's probably listening to this episode right now, but a uh, life coaching client. And so this life coaching client of mine was like, Hey, you know, we're doing this speaker series and I would love for you to come, uh, come up to Detroit. And I want you to, you know, sit on this panel, uh, and speak to our employees, you know, really give them motivation and inspiration. So it was a motivational speaking, you know, gig, if you will. And so he lives in Detroit, him and his family. And so, you know, I got invited to, to go up there and do that. And I remember I just felt so great. You know, like I, I was so excited to be there. I was so excited to talk to these people and the day was amazing and I had a great time and, you know, I got to stay in this bougie hotel and that was really nice. And then I remember that I posted together, um, you know, I stitched together a bunch of clips from my time in Detroit and speaking on the panel. And I kind of very much romanticized this day that I had. And I remember posting it on Instagram. And then I remember having this thought to myself, like, this isn't cool. Like these other motivational speakers are speaking on these giant stages. And there I started kind of really just downplaying everything that I had just accomplished. These other motivational speakers are speaking on these giant stages to these, you know, 10,000 plus people. And, you know, you, you did a speaking event in Detroit and you shared it with your entire Instagram following thinking that you were something like, this is the real conversation that I had with myself in my head. <laughs> Like, and then you get to this place where you're just like, oh my God, like, will you allow yourself to be proud of yourself? Will you allow yourself to realize that like your accomplishments are stepping stones to bigger things and grander things, but every single step is important and every single step matters. And, you know, we can disqualify ourselves or we can qualify ourselves in every step of, the, of our journey. And so he's like, you know, I got to this place where I thought about like, okay, like, you know, Tony Robbins, Mel Robbins, all of these people that have spoken like Gary V, um, you know, the list goes on and on and on of all these people who've spoken on these giant, massive stages. You don't think those people started on a small panel in Detroit or something like that at some point? Of course they did. Of course they did. And I don't know what the future holds for where I will go and what I'll accomplish. And that's not the point of this podcast. But the point is that I disqualified myself for no good reason. And so those are two stories that I can distinctly remember where I felt like I wasn't enough, where I felt like I didn't belong, where I felt like my accomplishments and everything that I have ever done um, really didn't certify me 
to be in the room or be on the stage or to share my wins with others, right? And it's really silly. So we all deal with it. And so the imposter syndrome cycle goes like this. Okay, I'll explain it. I'm going to break it down for you, right? So there's like really five steps in the cycle. And so the first is that you're given a new project or a new task, right? And what follows that new project or that new task is anxiety around that thing that you need to create or the thing that you need to do or the thing that you need to speak on or what have you. And Sometimes procrastination comes in, et cetera. Um, sometimes we do, we over-prepare for things. And the next step after the anxiety and the procrastination that may occur after you're given a new project or a new task is that you complete the project ultimately, right? So you do the work. And so you feel all of a sudden this brief, most of the time, sense of relief or sense of accomplishment around what you did, what you created, and what you actually got to the other side of, right? Now, step four in the cycle is rationalization. So then you start to tell yourself, you go into this conversation with yourself where you're like, well, I was just lucky. Someone else would have done a better job than me. Or, you know, I only got to this place because so-and-so couldn't do it. Or I only got to do this thing because... And then you kind of just start to discredit yourself, disqualify yourself, and tell yourself all of the reasons why you don't belong, why you shouldn't get the job, why you shouldn't get the opportunity, why you did get the opportunity, but it shouldn't have gone to you. All of these things, right? And then you have an increase of self-doubt anxiety, and you feel like a fraud. That's the fifth thing that happens in the cycle. You just feel like you are fraudulent, like you're a counterfeit, like you don't belong and you are not deserving of all that you have succeeded at. So here's the fun part. Here's the good part. We're going to talk about how to tackle that voice inside yourself, that that imposter syndrome. And I really do think it is like, it's a voice inside of yourself, right? So it's like, you just have to quiet that voice and make other voices louder. And we talk about that a lot on the podcast, right? It's like, tell yourself what you can do instead of what you can't do, right? And build a case for why you do deserve something instead of building cases for why you don't deserve to succeed or, you know, the job or the role or the position or the opportunity or what have you. So Number one, one thing that you can do is to track your successes, track your success so that you recognize your success when it's actually happening. Right. And so for me, like, I mean, I've also talked a lot about my journaling process that I do. And so one thing that I do every single day is I'll write three things that I am proud of, right? Because I think we forget so often to be proud of ourselves for things. So I'll write three things that I'm proud of. And in tracking the things that you are proud of, you kind of just, you keep a tally along the way to remind yourself that you are worthy, that you are deserving, that you matter, your voice matters, your opinion matters, you should raise your hand, you should speak up and you belong at the table. You deserve the seat at the table. And so tracking your successes will help you to recognize your growth and your success as it's happening. And I think that's a really powerful tool. So journaling really helps with tracking success. Um, and then next, I think in order to combat 
you know, these things when they happen. I think the first, you know, the next step is to acknowledge your thoughts. And so maybe that sounds silly. Maybe it sounds simple, but if you can acknowledge your thoughts as you are having them, then you can start to put them into perspective. So, you know, I guess for me, it was that it was clear as day when I was sitting at the dinner table in Aspen and looking around the room and thinking, you know, I didn't deserve to be there or didn't belong, um, you know, in that room or in that restaurant or sitting at that table. Uh, And of course, this was many, many, many years ago. But, you know, I did acknowledge my thoughts in that moment. And I did disqualify those thoughts and qualify myself. And I was like, this is ridiculous. This is silly. Like, you know, you have to be, there's a certain benchmark of requirements that you had to meet in order to be chosen to do this pop-up in the first place. And like, it's here and you wouldn't have been chosen if you didn't deserve to be here. Um, so I kind of, I did that. I acknowledged my thoughts in the moment and then I was able to put them into perspective. Um, basically you just like, I think it's like calling bullshit on your own thoughts, like call BS, be like, no, no, no. Like that's not factual. Uh, and so, you know, it's called calling bullshit on, on your own thoughts and qualifying yourself and validating yourself, right? You set and exceed your own expectations. No one else's, right? This is your life. You get to decide what you're qualified for, where you belong and where you don't belong is in accordance to how you feel about you. Like people will, to the end of time, try to put people, other people into boxes that they think they belong into. It's going to happen. It's been happening for all of our lives and probably to the end of time, people will place other people into boxes, but no one gets to tell you where you belong and where you don't belong. You're the only person who gets to decide where you belong, right? So qualify yourself, validate yourself, right? And the only, I've I've said this 1,000 times, but the only place that you need to be seeking validation from in your life is from the parking structure as you are leaving and exiting the parking garage. That's it. Otherwise, validation comes from within. Validation comes from you. It comes from the conversations that you have with yourself, the voice inside of you that says that you can, or the voice inside of you that says that you can't, right? So the last thing that I'm going to mention here is that we all experience moments of doubt. We all experience moments of doubt. Now, what we have to recognize is that we just can't allow our moments of doubt to interfere with our action, right? Imposter syndrome is going to happen. It affects all of us at every single level. There are CEOs, there are founders of companies, there are you know people speaking on stages to hundreds of thousands of people who will still feel that anxiety creep in and that imposter syndrome creep in and that self-doubt start to creep in. No one is immune to experiencing those feelings of imposter syndrome. It's, It's something that every single one of us at every single level, no matter who we are, will experience from time to time. Just don't let it get in the way of you taking action. So you recognize the thought when it's happening 
you pattern interrupt that thought. You put the thought into perspective, you break it down, you disqualify it, and you don't allow it to interfere with your action steps. So we go back to rule one or tip number one, which is to journal. And that's how you can keep track of your successes and remind yourself daily that you're a freaking badass, that you deserve to be where you are, that you did not make it to where you've made it in your life on accident. Every single step, every single choice that you made has led you to this moment that you're in right now. And you did that. You made that happen. So that is what I will leave you with today. Uh, send us an Instagram, uh, send us a DM on at very best self. If there is another topic that you want me to cover on a solo episode, um, yeah, I love that someone sent me a DM was like, Hey, can you do it in foster syndrome? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can do that. I can definitely, definitely do that. Um, so yeah, send us a DM, let us know what you want more solo episodes on. Thank you again for being here, for being a part of the squad, the very best self squad. You guys, I have been working so freaking hard. I can't even tell you on this passion project of mine, which is the Very Best Self Journal. And we're getting closer. That's what I'm going to say to you. We are getting closer. And I cannot freaking wait to eventually have it in my hands and be able to share it with all of you. So just a reminder that it's coming down the pipeline. Um, and I'm super proud of it. And I am just beyond excited and elated for what the future holds for the Very Best Self podcast in conjunction with the very best self journal. OMG, I can't believe I just said it out loud. I'm so excited. <laughs> All right, you guys, I hope this episode was insightful and gave you just, you know, the juice that you needed to get through your day today. Um, love you, mean it. I'm Victoria Brown. I am your host. I will see you guys next week. Our new episodes drop every single Tuesday morning. Um, follow me on Instagram at Victoria Brown. Follow me on you know, the pod handle at very best self. And if you do have a spare moment, please make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast, share this with someone, you know, and if you have an extra, extra moment, we would love you to leave us a glowing review. That is a wrap for today. We'll see you guys next week. Love you. Mean it. Bye.